Welcome back to the Sunday Fun Day Podcast. As always, I'm your host, comedian Chris Diorio. Jen York, my co-host, will be returning on future episodes, but given the fact that it's January something, 2021, um, very hard to get people into a room together this day. Jen, we wish you well, and we'll see you soon. Joining me today, I'm super excited to have these guests in the podcast studio, back in action, uh, representing coming from 646 Entertainment. Joining me, I have Zach Carson from Snatch the Snail. Hello, how are you? And music artist, Tiffany J. Welcome. Really pumped <laughs> to have you guys. Thank you for coming. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, Tiff, ladies first, Tiffany, tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll start with... Um, you know, people who tune into this podcast, they know why we're here. This is a Charlotte-based podcast. We try to bring you the people of Charlotte and the stories and the cool things they have going on and the things they're doing. Uh, so, Tiffany, introduce yourself to our listeners real quick. Tell us about yourself, why you're here, what you do. Hmm. My name is Tiffany J, and I am a singer, songwriter, dancer, and also a visual artist. Uh, my main priority is to be a musical artist First, nationally and then internationally. And um, I am vibrant, quirky, with an edge. Nice. That's the first verbal dating profile we've ever <laughs> had on the show. So nice way to kick off the new year. Right. Uh, Anybody uh, interested? <laughs> Please swipe yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, just swipe right on the podcast and uh, we'll, right. we'll get you to her. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Matchmaker.com. Okay. Whatever the hell it is. Uh, Zach, Zach, uh, Zach, and I know each other from uh, originally from the stand-up world. We're right. a fellow stand-up comedian originally, but uh, you've blossomed into so much more than just that totally. in the last year or two. And so, tell us about yourself, Zach, a little bit. Well, Chris, you might not know this, but I started in music first. I was really? originally in a, in a lot of bands, but uh, you know, they don't they don't always work out the way you planned. And you know, I became a comedian, <laughs> but. Snatch the Snail has never stopped. Snatch the Snail has always been a thing. That's my band, Snatch the Snail. And, uh, you know, nowadays we're just doing it bigger and better than ever. So uh, that's all I got. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming. And so, yeah, you, I, I I knew you through comedy. Right. Exactly. Music was your first passion. But totally. That's how we met. Now, uh, Snatch the Snail is... I wanted to ask you this because it's it's a genre defying kind of music. Like like you couldn't put snatch the snail from what I've seen and experienced from you into a category. So how would you describe the music you guys do for snatch the snail? Well, I, I just tell people it's rock music, um, but you know, yeah, like you said, it kind of strays away from that sometimes. But as a guitarist, I've always just enjoyed rock and roll. So I would say it's just kind of like weird rock and roll. Is what I would say. Weird rock and roll. Right. I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a great <laughs> way of putting it. Um, Very you. imaginative. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. Fantastic. That's the word I'm looking for, imaginative. Because, um, right. like I said, to pigeonhole you into a category would be unfair because it's, mm. it's really cool, interesting stuff. And imaginative is a great word for it. Um, nice. Tiffany, this is this is our first time meeting. Yes. Um, but so tell me, tell me a little about yourself. I know, I, you know, like I said, I know Zach through comedy. I've had the opportunity to work with him before. But yourself kind of a mystery to me and the podcast guests until you tell us about yourself so okay um when you singer songwriter dancer extraordinaire uh, like all of the above bubbly um, personality um dating profile expert <laughs> uh what's <laughs> what's hilarious. um what would you say is like uh your your 
genre that you sing? I'm doing pop R&B. Okay. Um, and more so it, the, the R&B comes because I have no choice but to give you some soul and you're going to feel it um, in the music. But that's definitely there. I've been singing since basically I could talk since Ariel came on The Little Mermaid or since <laughs> Beauty and the Beast was out. So like my inspirations first were the Disney classics. And then from there, I used uh, Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey as emulations. And then after that, after the age 13, trying to find my own voice um, to figure out who Tiffany J is. So, yeah. Fantastic. Um, Zach, I, I, and Zach, we kind of joked earlier before we started, but I think it's almost appropriate and is appropriate. Uh, becoming international sensations. Uh, you guys recently had some really good uh, milestones you guys hit in the, across the pond, so to speak. Right. Yeah. It was um, like a UK radio station had, they played like one of our new singles. I think they, they said they played it like, for like a seven day period or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was really cool and like really unexpected, but they like it, I guess. Uh, I think you're downplaying yourself a little bit here. So not uh, only did they play for, I mean, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but right. a pretty extraordinary amount of listens, views on, over there. I, I, you guys are pretty, from what I read and understood, pretty successful over there in terms of... Uh, uh, it's not like they played you once a day for seven days and eight people listened. You know, this right, wasn't some yeah. Facebook video. No, you're right. It, it it got us a lot of numbers that you know we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. And um, uh, I have always wanted to go there, and so you know, I think first snatch the snail tour might be in the UK. That would be pretty dope. But uh, I don't know. I it. What do you want me to say? It, it was awesome. I don't yeah, know. I ha so like, like how, like how? I mean, like so, like oh, how did it how did you end up like in the UK? And um, I don't know. Can, That's the thing. Yeah, I, we well, I just I post, you know, uh, the music in places on the internet that I find, you know, and I I, tr I try to find an audience that will like it, you know, like Reddit. I go all over Reddit, That's cool. and I just like choose different subreddits that I think might. Uh, be like of the same theme which is kind of hard because it's like yeah. weird stuff but um it'll just land in some unknown person's lap who found it online right and yeah it just happened to find this guy um who does this it's like phoenix fm right mm -hmm. and that was that was the station that played it but um i mean th that kind of stuff happens it just happens, but like that, this specific one was like a lot bigger than you know any other like feature that we've had on any other website. And how'd you find out? Like, was someone like just like message like, "Hello, mate, I'm over here in the UK, and we keep hearing your song, and I want to let you know that's happening." Or did they did they reach out to you to let you know they were playing your stuff? Or yeah, no, yeah, they they contacted me, and um, they kind of asked for like a bio, you know, and said like, we want to put this on, you know, our, our front page for like a while. I I don't know if it's still on the front page. I'd have to check. But um, they like pretty much asked for all the info. I gave it to them and they said, what's your like most rate? Because we have three singles out and they were like, which one is like the most radio friendly? Because <laughs> they liked all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they were like, um, I, I couldn't give them the one called Fuck Boy. 
because it's <laughs> it's literally uh, not made for radio. And then there's an we have one other track that has a like one swear word in it. And I, I do have an edited or a um a censored version of it, but I felt you know this one this the clean vocal one I was just easiest to send them. And uh, so if somebody so that's again that's Phoenix FM in the UK. So if someone were to look for this, they can go phoenixfm.com. Right, probably ser- <coughs> yeah, search in the search bar, Phoenix snail. Well, yeah, go to phoenixfm probably dot com. I'm not sure. Uh, do you have it right in front of you? Is that uh, I have a yeah. <laughs> I have I have access to the internet in front of me. So right, Phoenix. But, yeah, it's something like that. And then um, <laughs> it might be like phoenix dot phoenixfm dot uk. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because it's different. Right. Phoenix FM. Yeah, Phoenix FM. Community radio cast for Brentwood and Billerica. Right. I don't know where those places are. I, I again, I'm a com- I can barely read. I'm a comedian, so <laughs> yeah. we, we all know that this. Um, but that, that's awesome, and, and again, like you know, a lot of people know. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know that you know this is a Charlotte-based podcast, and we like to highlight people in Charlotte who are, uh, you know, doing things, big things, cool things, funny things, awesome things, music things, and it's pretty cool to have a uh, you know a, a Charlotte guy representing for us over there. Um, looking on the front page now, and uh, big in the UK, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. That's not easy, man, because they're they're uh, they have a lot to be mad at us about. So just to, just to accept an American <laughs> news cover there. True uh, Tiffany, how about yourself? What are some projects you have going on? Um, music videos, anything? Okay, let's see if I can streamline this in my mind because it's like just let it flow. Just let it flow. Okay, let it flow. Let it flow. Tell us. Start listing things, and we'll okay. Let people figure so out. So first, tomorrow. I'm going to be performing um, with a live band at the Northside Lounge in Albany, Georgia. And this will be about my, maybe like my third or fourth time going. And so it's a really cool band down there. And we'll do three original songs. And then we'll do one of mine original, which is called Work For It. That came out in around 2009. And the chorus is, tell me what you want, make you work for it. You can take that in any direction that you want. But... Um, I choose to, <laughs> I choose to right. take it in. Um, just being being an entrepreneur, being a business person, being anyone who wants to do something. Um, tell me what you want, and I'll make you work for it. So uh, whatever it is that you want to do, it's about living life in. Because um, I think the when staring to these pretty brown eyes, um, but be careful, they'll get you caught up. Tell me if you're willing, are you able, like a stallion coming out the stable. And so for me, I had, when I was writing it, I thought about all the stuff that I had been preparing for and how I'm sitting in the blocks, like, or in the, uh, what's the thing that the, the horses are in? The stables, right? I, I think the blocks, <laughs> they're coming out the blocks, right? Blocks yeah, is for track, yeah. though, oh, right? Man. So uh, I'm thinking about gates. that. That Right, exactly. And I was like, I've been doing all this behind the scenes work. And now this song embodies me coming out ready, vibrant, quirky, et cetera, all of those things, but just coming out. So that's what that song represents for me. And so now that I'm debuting myself to the world, it's like now here I am. And now you tell me what you, you know what I'm saying? So that's the one. Um, So we'll be doing that tomorrow. Um, Another song that I have put out this year, it was just on a whim. Um, It's called Say That You Want Me. And it has kind of like a pleasure principle type feel. The video does um, with Janet Jackson. Um, so that is just kind of, it has a, like an old school kind of vibe. And it's like, hey, you just met this person, this individual, and you just want them to like, 
feel you, want you, love you. And that's really what it is. Say that you want me. Say that you need me now. So that's what that's about. I was hoping we get a little. <laughs> I, I was hoping we get a little, uh, little taste, a little like wet our wet our whistles what a little do bit I here. Sound like yeah. So wet our beaks a little bit. Yeah. There's that. Um, I've also been a part of a girls talk. Um, this other podcast called No Gossip, Just Talk, and they just talk about really cool topics. And we talk about things like does age matter. Um, is professionalism okay or things like that. So um, there's that. And then I had another project that I'm very, very proud of. It's called Black Girl, You Are Magic. And I went on a whim. One of the producers that I used to work with, he had this track, so I was listening to it, and I just had an idea. And I said, if I can get about maybe like 30 or 40 women, it doesn't matter the age or the size, um, I would like to put them in a video and basically kind of promote uh, women of color because obviously there's just a lot going on, but just women of color. And so I did that. I went to an event as a event photographer and then I met the event coordinator. So I was able to link up with her and she helped me with my project. So we got women together. We met in Freedom Park, um, put the entire thing. And it's about like a eight minute, kind of like a mini documentary kind of thing. And it starts off with um, women doing hand games and so it's just how we used to kind of like come together and um, bond with each other. And so it starts off with that. And then it has all of them saying, black girl, you are magic, like talking to them, but also talking to the girl that may be looking in the screen. And I have like little kids and, you know, women um, my age and older women. And um, it just talks about how we're beautiful. You know, you can be encouraged and things like that. And then at the end of it, I had a few of them talk about what does black girl magic mean to them. And so um, there was one girl at the very end. She, at the time, was in school to be a doctor. And, like, now wow. I look back at her stuff, and she's a doctor now, and I'm just like, this is amazing. So um, after that, I was like, I can't stop there. So I was able to get funds to actually host an event with that video debuting at the um, the Harvey B. Gantt Center, the museum of town. Mm, nice. And so we had at least about 200 people there. I had about six speakers. And also I sang, we had food vendors. Um, it was amazing. And at the very end, that's when we showcased the video, like for the first time. And so, um, it was really good. And it, I know it was great because it was interesting as we were cleaning up the security guard, he was like, this was one of the best events that I've been to. And I was like, wow, like a touch you. He was like, yeah, it did. And so that was just, that was amazing. It was powerful. I had t-shirts. Um, one of my friends, she made flower crowns, uh, music. And then it was good because one of the, the, the people that were in the video, they came, this one girl, she was able to see herself on the screen. And that's what I wanted it to be. If you were a girl in the video, it's specifically also made for you because you can see yourself and know that you are special. If nobody else tells you, you know, because the representation is um, not as much as we'd like it to be. So I just wanted to kind of throw my contribution into the world. And that was a major project that I'm really, really proud of. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think I remember hearing or seeing something. About this. I, I walk around uptown all the time. I'm, I'm up in the area. Um, was there, was there a, Billboard or something for it or an advertisement? I feel like no, I did not have that, but I did blast it everywhere on Facebook and Instagram. I definitely and remember seeing it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, seeing it somewhere. So that's, that's good. It that's got fun. around. Now you said you you showed up to an event as a photographer. Yeah. So so I, so I was talking about I was a visual yeah. artist as well. So um, I was doing for the T O B F. Um, it's a book foundation. I can't remember the name. Tons of books foundation. Um, <laughs> right. No, but take our books foundation. <laughs> right, no. Um, I have to remember it because I'm doing a disservice to <laughs> the company. But I was, yeah, I was an event photographer. And then I just saw this girl who was basically at the door. 
and she or she was sitting down checking people in and I just said she's on point she actually happens to be a Sora shout out to Danielle we just had our founders day on January 13th hey so um for Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and um but yeah so we linked up and she was amazing she was flawless um I really enjoyed her company and she helped me put the whole thing together. There's no way I would have been able to do that by myself. So she streamlined everything. She contacted people for me. And I mean, that's what people are, you know, there to do. So I can just simply be the artist and showcase and things like that. That's an incredible story and great to hear. I love, so this is what I love, like both of you here sitting here. And like, I know, like they said, I've known Zach for a little while and you as well. Uh, <clears throat> so photographer, songwriter, visual artist, dancer, uh, producer, Zach, comedian, uh Video producer, podcast host, uh, drum, uh, the guitar, guitar player. Um, what, like, I always, this is always my favorite thing here, people. Like, what, I'm going to use the term here. Start with Zach and then Tiffany, kind of same question. Um, what gave you the balls? <laughs> like, what gave you, because like, there's, there, you know, a lot of people out there, they, they, you know, you think you have the talent to do something, you, you, you're interested in something, you, you have, but I, you know, I know personally from, you know, getting on stage with stand up and other things I've done, like, what gives you the balls? What gave you the balls? Just go for it and then, like, snatch the snail, so to speak. But, you know, move forward and try to just make something happen out of your passion. No, no yeah, I know what you mean. It's because um, I think mine came from just, like, I started as a guitarist at, like, an early age. And so I kind of just have that, like, built-in confidence of, like, yeah, I'm a rock star. I can play guitar and it's going to be awesome, right? Mm -hmm. So then I also have always been passionate about comedy. Like, I really like watching stand-up comedy and you know, I felt like I could do it. I mean, I'm maybe some of my confidence like bled over into thinking that I could be a really good stand-up comedian. I, I mean, I don't think I was that bad. We, we can have that talk later. <laughs> but uh, uh, th with, you know, performing, like getting on stage and performing with guitar, it kind of just builds, you know, your uh, state of mind to think that you can do anything on stage, right? So, mm. so I, but you know, I, I try to stick to, you know, guitar and if I have to sling some jokes, I could do that. And, uh, but about the video, the video is more out of necessity. Like we just, cause of COVID, um, we couldn't really do anything live anymore. So, the, um, Matt over here, he's off, he's off mic, but he, he's really good at video editing. So like we can, we can crank out some stuff pretty well, not having like, uh, anything to do because it's COVID, yeah. right? Yeah. <coughs> uh, but still, I mean, just to take the, you know, to expose your, because <coughs> anything like art, comedy, anything in that genre, it's it's, per, it's deeply personal too. So to take something know. so personal to you and kind of expose it to the world and go, go ahead and judge, go ahead and judge me on this. And you <laughs> right. have to, you have to be, right. to be successful. So that's, when I say have the balls, I mean, it's one thing to, you know, play your guitar in your garage and be like, we'd be really cool if we release this, but you open yourself up to, criticism and and to growth and that's how it comes so it is to have the balls to do it true yeah uh tiffany kind of same question like what what gave you the balls to just <laughs> kind of go out there and throw yourself um to the wolves let them right right um so first we'll talk about funeral pageant and then the first thing i want to say before i forget is when you said that i feel like being a musical artist is one of the most personal developing things that you could ever do in your entire For life sure. yeah um, it has helped me grow and not knowing everything that was going to happen up until today, this point, 
Um, I wouldn't change anything for the world. And I have so many stories and so many things, encouraging things I could say to someone who was on the same path or even a different path. So first, um, we would start off with me singing to my stuffed animals, okay, in the room. And they listened, and I felt like... (laughs) <laughs> I felt like uh, biggest fan. <laughs> you were you were like a uh, you're like a what's what's called a uh, um kind of originator of that kind of stuff because now you see that everywhere with right, COVID. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, performing so for stuffed animals and cardboard I remember, cutouts. <laughs> I remember doing that. Pioneer, pioneer, thank and um, I didn't need anybody necessarily to tell me that I could sing. I knew I could because I sounded like everyone else that was you know on the radio at the time. And I do remember significantly that I was in church. Um, someone was afraid to sing a solo. So I was like, well, I'll sing it. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. So I sang it and they were like, wow, you sound really good. I was like, yeah, I know. Not to them, but in my, you know, in my head, I was like, yeah, I know. So at the time we were doing Southern Regional Youth Conferences and there's a rose pageant that I was a part of. And so in the previous years, because I had drew and that was something, art is more so it's personal, but it's art can be anything because it's in the eye of the beholder, right? And so that was more so my thing and that's what that was what my talent was. So this particular year, I said, you know what, I think I'm going to sing because that first um, opportunity with the choir, you know, kind of gave me the balls to just do it in public. Mm-hmm. So I did it. Um, I went to, I guess, I don't know if you would call her the instructor or advisor at the time, but she said, cool, go for it. I told my mom and she was like, no, stick with your art. And I was just like, but you don't know. like You don't know. Yeah. So I went ahead and did it. And then you had to do it or the church first before you went out like in public public and so the night that we were doing it she was walking down the hallway and I was singing Yolanda Adams I think it was that name and then she was like who is that singing and they were like that's Tiffany and she was like what like my daughter Tiffany just like yeah and so after that I think because it was like her approval kind of thing for me I knew that it was okay and so then from 13 on I was like if the people on the TV can do it in the radio. It seems like a pretty cool gig. I don't see why not. Not recognizing that there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Like, I feel like music is 20% music, 80% business, you know? So there's other things that you have to learn as far as the total package. Um, and I had an experience when I was 17. We went to A&M Records at the time to California to see if I would get signed. And I did not, obviously, because... I'm here, um, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's perfectly fine. There was so much to learn from that experience as well. And because of that, like I vowed to myself that every, any and everything would embody me being the best person that I can be because it wasn't, it wasn't the music that didn't get me. It wasn't the pictures. Like all of those things were great. It was the personality that wasn't there. And that was a flaw just due to upbringing and things like that. And we all have our quirks and issues that we have personally. And so it's no one's fault, but just the world that we live in. And it's up to us to try to figure out how to dive in and um, unleash um, or understand those traumas and be a better person. So once I understood that, that's kind of what I honed my entire um, being around. So I had worked at the YMCA I was a camp counselor, and one of the silly things that we do every morning is for assemblies, and we sing in front of kids, and I remember from my interview, I told the lady, um, she was like, why do you want to be a camp counselor? And I told her, I don't like kids, um, but I want to <laughs> be a mom someday, which doesn't make sense. And then I told her about my uh, my um, my um, trying to get signed experience, and I told her, well, this is the reason. I want to be able to turn the switch and be able to be that artist that I can be. And so that kind of helped me come out of my shell, 
Um, and it was just one of the best experiences ever. I've learned so much. And throughout the years, I would say no one's going to tell me that I don't have personality. And it's about coming out of your, yeah, stop being a hermit crab. Um, college helped a lot. Snail. <laughs> coming out, yeah. Right. Crawling, right. slithering exactly. out of your snail shell. Right. Exactly. So that's kind of what it did for me. And I find that, like I said, with the artist development, and I also mentioned the funeral was because um, I had sang for several funerals. It's not a fun thing to do. Yeah. But it's kind of a part of the job. Most of the time. Yeah, right. No, it's not fun. <laughs> but it's, it's, um, I remember when you said about having the balls, I remember I hadn't sung in a while and, and then for a funeral specifically. And so I remember this particular time, it was like the first time, like I had stage fright before, but you get over it. But this time it was like an anxiety attack, like just because yeah. of everything. So like your heart pounding in your chest, in your head, and you think everybody can hear you as quiet as it was. But I had to literally just like breathe in, breathe out, and calm myself down. That was crazy. So for people who have anxiety, um, not necessarily depression, but it can come from that, um, those kind of things. Like that's why I say it's an entire personal development kind of thing. Like the whole, everything that comes with music can help you be the best person that you can be. The judging part, that's that you have to know who you are. Um, stay true to who you are. And basically that's it. Nobody can tell you about yourself better than you. So mm -hmm. regardless of the psychology of whatever, how things go, if you know who you are and if you are looking forward to being a better person, that's mainly what matters. It is scary, yes, to put your music out there with personal experiences, but what else would you do outside of that? You yeah. know? Mm, smoke pot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Hiding, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Suffer through a pandemic and all this kind right. of. <laughs> so Zach, you mentioned Phoenix FM um, yeah. was the place where the, the the British radio station that they right. could find you at. But um, right, we're, you know, we're almost halfway into the podcast. So real quick for the list, when people are listening to this, I, I just knowing myself and others, they're going to start googling and stuff where they can find you. Right. So just I guess like wh what's a good place for people, and we'll we'll address it again at the end before we sign off. But um, what platforms are you mainly put, putting your content out on right now, and where would they find your and then Tiffany, I'll ask you the same question afterwards. But uh, YouTube, uh, podcasts, um, um, all the above. Kind of all of the above. We're kind of doing. We're focusing on Instagram right now. I've been posting like uh, videos of me playing some of the songs, some of the Snatch the Snail songs, and uh, th that's just Instagram Snatch the Snail at Snatch the Snail. Most any platform, like Twitter or Facebook, it's at Snatch the Snail. But m my favorite platform is the Snatch the Snail website, which is snatchthesnail.com, because it's got everything. It's got like links to all the other social media. It's got the videos. It's got the Spotify. And uh, you know any other good stuff that you might want from a band, it's on snatchthesnail.com. Snatchthesnail.com. I'm Right. I'm Googling right now or typing right now. Cool. And um, uh also No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, uh not the best service near, but yeah, yeah, snatchthesnail.com. First off, oh, incredible yeah. logo. Um oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, first song it, that pops up, Less Cowbell. Right. I love like I said, I love the I love the quirk, like the little quirks and the humor into it. Um totally. obviously I'm a humor guy. Um how long has snatchthesnail.com been around? Snatchthesnail.com, I think not long, like a few months, like as soon as we put these singles up on Spotify, because we have um, 
that's our other platform is Bandcamp. That's like a free music streaming site. And um, most anything I've ever done musically, I've put on Bandcamp. But, you know, the the place to do it now is Spotify, right? They give you, like, streaming money, and most people listen to Spotify. So, I, you know, we got our new singles up there, and then um, music videos. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> where, to, where to find you? Oh, where, yeah, where, yeah. To, where to find you, really? Because, um, right. yeah, people are going to want to, you know, look at halfway through the podcast, and they'll be like, where, you know, so where can I find it? And I like to reference multi, multiple times throughout the podcast where to find you. Cause sometimes totally. people hear the podcast, and then they'll be like, Oh, where the hell could I find that guy again? And they're not going to want to hear. The, right. you know, the skip end. to the end, skip yeah. to the end, skip to the end. Or skip to the middle, fine. Where, um, and I like how on the website, like, so you you are snatch the snail. Uh, um, yeah, 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 uh, for um, sure. Because uh, yeah, I was like the pro- like it started as like a solo recording project. I would record everything myself, but then you know it grew into like I had different band members. We would play shows. Um, it's all it's like been kind of a revolving door of band members but um we are current like i like the three singles up i did myself but we're uh we're getting the band like there's a lineup that's you know that works the best and we're getting this lineup back together and we're gonna start playing more shows as things slowly start opening up more actually um our manager of 646 who manages both me and Tiffany and a lot of other artists. He said he's working on some kind of concert where he'll rent out the venue and have Maybe us play we'll and live stream it. That's going to be so amazing. So that, that's something we're looking forward to. I can't wait. That's fantastic. And that was going to be – so Tiffany, I'll give you the chance real quick to um, provide the best release for you. And then after that, I was going to ask how 646 Entertainment came in and specifically you two connecting, um, so to speak. So – uh, but real quick, first, Tiffany, like snatchthesnail.com. You can find my friend Zach Carson. He is Snatch the Snail, snatchthesnail.com. It has his bio, some artwork, some videos, all the music's there. Tiffany, where are we finding you? Where, where am I going to go to find you, number one? First website, which is going to be T-J-A-Y-E Taylor. So it's T-J Taylor, but the J just has the E on it, like Jay-Z. But, right? That's T-J-A-Y-E Taylor? Uh-huh, .com. Okay. So everything is there, as he was stating before, and then you can branch off into the other social medias. Uh, the T-J-A-Y-E Taylor is also where I'm at on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. It'll probably be more so like Tiffany J. Um, what was the uh, the other? But you had more. You had more. Well, that, that was the main, the main one was just to fortify you. You guys made it super easy because, well, like I said, most people come on and they're like, well, because, like, you know, a lot of people have a formal website, so I'm like, hey, where do you find you? Well, my Facebook is this, and my Instagram is this, and That's my Twitter is this, yeah. and my YouTube is this. But you guys are yeah, you guys are great. This is nice and easy. Just go right to either snatchthesnail.com or tjayetaylor.com. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Fantastic website. The follow-up question was 646 Entertainment. So that's, um, you guys are both under 646 Entertainment, so Correct. to speak. Uh, and is that how you guys linked up? through? Yes. I met... Yeah. Wait, oh my God. I met you through um I met you through Matt here who's behind us. Right. And um Yeah. That's it. I've been watching the videos right, and yeah. they're pretty, like I said, I would say wild, imaginative. Um, but they're hilarious and definitely one to watch. And I like the one with the um the banana <laughs> where you slip on top of and then the one where you're in the hotel and the blow up. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like it. Don't, don't, don't even tell him anymore. Just give him that little That's teaser. That's all I'm going to say. Banana in a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got to go ahead and check out the video if you want to see what, like what? what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell him anymore. Make him, make him work for it. That's about it. It was just a studio oh, um, a studio session. What? Make him work for it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Call back. Right. That was good. But yeah, it was a studio session. And we just, you know, linked yep. up and said, hey, um, kind of same place, same time. And then from there, I'm sure we'll do more things together. But yeah, we're under the same uh, management team. And it's a really great team. Um, yeah. totally. So I'm excited for that one live performance that we're going to be able to do since it's been an entire year, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great segue. Um, you, I know you mentioned, I heard 2009 you mentioned is when you started recording some songs, but maybe perhaps even earlier than that. I, and well, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. It's been a long time. Um, and Zach, I know you've been doing uh, things for a while. You said too, I think 10 years over, you said over 10 years you've been kind of active is like yes a yes that's uh that's kind of weird to think about but yes i've been okay. recording songs putting them on the internet for 10 years yeah <laughs> and you kind of you kind of briefly touched on it earlier when you said something with the videos like you had nothing else to do but right. uh during covid like this whole thing how have you guys what are some pivots you guys have had to make some things you've um you know either okay. one of you like go first but uh yeah just some interesting things you've been able to do and had to do it to sort of keep yourself busy slash relevant during this whole shit show. I was, I was upset with myself as far as with my level of consistency. Um, even though it may seem like I'm consistent now, I wasn't as consistent um, as I needed to be. So when March happened at my job, all we, all I was doing at the time was just kind of sitting at the door, counting people come in. And so I was like, well, let me get my journal and start, you know, I don't know, writing some ideas down. I wrote an entire schedule, et cetera, et cetera. So I had been kind of doing like the reels, you know, doing those, um, blogging more. And then as of recently, I had a surgery in November on Veterans Day. And so from there, before going into the surgery, I prepared like within five days, I prepared 42 videos because I was going to be out for six weeks. So six times seven, 42. Wow, and yeah. so I did a video for every single day as far as positive inspiration for myself. And that kind of helped me spring into like the consistency that I needed. And I was able to see like I saw it from March up until like September, like my consistency, how it was working. I said, OK, so if I'm going to fall off the face of the earth to kind of recover, I need to have something that's like long lasting. And so I did that. I sat in my room and I, you know, um, I wrote down 42 quotes that I found that spoke to me. And then instead of trying to plan it, cause I'm very analytical and I like to have things listed out. I just said, no, just go with the flow, read your quote, say what it means to you and whatever comes to mind. So I'm sure if you were able to look at it, it was a six week healing journey. You probably know more about me nor know more about me through that journey than just any other time um, as far as with my social media tenure. So that kind of helped a lot. And it was for me to speak, like I said, for me to speak to myself while I was laying in bed feeling like terrible. Sure. And then after that, I just, I felt like, like I'm not craving it like, oh, I have to, but I can feel that itch when it's time to say something again and say something positive. And so if not for me, it's for somebody else to, you know, be a voice and minister to whoever needs to be, be spoken to. Yeah, and Zach, how about, I think you, so you touched on it a little earlier. You guys did a lot of videos when you were right. able to, but um, what are some other things you've been able to and slash had to do to kind of stay busy slash relevant during this whole nonsense? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, like we had to start doing videos. That's one thing. And um, 
like we d- we just started with music videos. Well, actually, first we started with comedy videos. Um, me and Matt over here because he's that's how I met him is doing comedy. You know. Yeah. yeah but uh, uh, we started doing comedy videos, and then as we, or as I started recording, you know, better snatch the snail songs, we figured well we might as well do some music videos for those, <coughs> and then uh, like what. Tiffany said, you got to stay consistent, you know, like to reach or to keep an audience uh, engaged. And so I, I, I had been struggling with that, just what to post consistently until, you know, we just had the idea to just do um, like just short clips of me shredding some guitar and, you know, in like with like cool visual effects and all that. And it, I think that's fun and easy for me to do. Um, is just because you know co- the comedy videos alone while you're just in a bedroom doing a comedy video, <laughs> yeah, li- like you're doing a stand up performance, it's hard because there's no like audience feedback, the, yeah. It's, oh, it's brutal, yeah, it's really brutal. brutal, yeah. And so that's what I had been doing for like a long time. And <laughs> I think I, when I finally switched to just shredding guitar, I mean, I, that's like people automatically were like, wow, this is way better than <laughs> what you had okay. been doing just because. It's not the right platform, I don't think, to do stand-up comedy like alone on the internet. <laughs> Even uh, though I think it is fun, I think it's good sometimes. But um, the guitar is just, you know, it's certainly more on brand for <laughs> the snatch the snail. But uh, I think that's really all I had. I had been doing, uh, uh, like I said, uh, posting stuff on the internet has been really what I focus on is just like finding places where I can share uh, any of our content because that's like that's like kind of where everyone lives now is on the internet yeah so I've been trying to just um, focus in on an audience there really well and props to both of you for that because consistency is hard especially during this time and I'm I'm guilty of myself of not having that consistency especially with this this podcast and you know some other stuff as uh you know th- I think writing was the one thing that was consistent in for for comedy but you know there's no shows and I did right. a few of those Zoom shows and I was not a huge yeah I was gonna not a huge fan at all yeah they're 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 brutal you just again there's no feed you don't know there's no feedback yeah. so you can't um, even see the audience on like the webcam screen there's no uh, I've done some where you can see you can see them right but it's still different because you can't have everybody's mic on on a Zoom you can't have right, 88 mics time. on on a Zoom call. Right. Because it's gonna it'll go haywire. So uh, you can see him. Like I've been on some where you can see him laughing. I've done others where it's just you and maybe the couple other comics on the show, and you just see them. And again, they're you can see them. They're ha ha laughing, <laughs> right. but you're not hearing it. And that, yeah. that and as anyone who's been on stage before doing anything, there's whether it's applause or laughter. That's the energy that really keeps you going and makes you the right. character. You're just not as good as you are when there's an audience. And totally, it's 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 a weird thing. So I can definitely empathize. Um, Those stuffed animals, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I've got more laughs from stuffed animals than I have at open mic. Sometimes so actually, it's, it's not. It's not bad. One of them fell down one time. It made more noise than I've I've gotten at Graham Street Pub before. So uh, it wasn't okay. bad. I have to say. But how much of the uh, so in terms of the staying consistent um, within six? You know, you guys are both at six four six entertainment. How much of it is having that kind of? Uh, and I know you guys both work with Matt yeah, sitting here. Um, kind of like being there for each other like having that like person who's is there a lot of like that that goes on between you guys and the, and the other people in the group like encouraging each other like t- 
to stay consistent, being there um, with that. Because I know, like, one of the weird things about stand-up is you're a one-man gang, so to speak, with stand-up. Totally. And it's like, it's on you to do the, uh, but, you know, it's nice sometimes with music collaborations, entertainment groups, stuff like that. You have a team sort of there for you. Right. Has there been a lot of that throughout the pandemic or even further that where you guys are kind of. I will say this. Throughout the years, we've had um, several different artists come in and out, mm -hmm. and I'm one that has been there for a very long time. And so as new people come in, it's always good to have one of those introduction meetings and things like that. So it's good to see people. It's good to exchange phone numbers and things like that. And um, then, yes, we do share our content. We get uh, feedback and things like that. And so sometimes, unfortunately, life gets in the way. Um, because we also have our other jobs that we do um, if we do work and things like yeah. that. And so here and there, what Neil does a really good job with is he kind of brings everybody back together as like with these come to Jesus moments. And um, yeah. we basically talk about, you know, what we're doing as far as a company or, you know, okay, someone has this project, so everyone needs to get behind this person to help promote this. And so he's kind of like the main head coach as far as, like, if it were a major football team, that's that's his strength, and that's what he does very, very well. So he's been keeping this entire thing together, um, or else, yes, a lot of us would kind of go off into our own corners and do our own thing. And so he encourages it. He sends um, – like mass texts with quotes and things like that called Neil's notes. <laughs> and so you'll get those. And um, he's just really, really big on it. So I would say that that has helped kind of keep everything together, basically. That's my take. Totally. I would have to agree. I'm relatively new to the 646. And um, I've always been kind of like a loner in music, kind of like in comedy it's where okay. it's just it's just you and you, you don't have many other people's um, – opinion to go off of when mm -hmm. like when coming up with new stuff <clears throat> or even just trying to think of like a direction but having the team having a 646 is like finally i can bounce ideas off people and they can tell me like look this is gonna work because of the xyz or look this is not gonna work because of xyz and um you know and also just the fact that they like give a shit <laughs> is really yeah. helpful like because a lot of people when you try to like have them help you out with your art they're like um i got things to do i'd rather not you know what i mean like most people are <coughs> you know just not as supportive but like these guys these are like they're like supportive on like another level and just that alone is like keeping me and other artists just like moving forward so that's uh that's good i never right. thought of it like that totally yeah. i never thought about it. totally like because it's it's hard because since i've been you know here for so long and right then it's hard to see what it looks like from the outside oh it's bleak on the outside it's really <laughs> bleak it's like so, yeah i mean not all that i there's some independent artists who do just fine i just just me personally i it was uh weird doing things on my own because you know i i'm not like like corporate in a way like right, I, right. i'll go i'll do what's like not um the norm the norm just like as like a rebellious type thing and you know they they keep me like honed in so it, it can actually like work in a business sense you know what i mean and i that's something i kind of overlooked starting out is like anything you know how you said yeah music is like 20 percent 
music and 80% business. Exactly. So that I, part. I was overlooking the whole 80% for like my whole life until <laughs> until um until 646 pretty much. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a great point. And so yeah, having that other um as an artist a lot of times you you know your job is to focus on content and totally. but yeah, you're 100% right. A lot of music, comedy, um anything where you're you know creating something artistically is that back end of it that you don't it's always your understand. your paperwork and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of people don't, you don't understand it. You don't want to understand it. You're like, I don't have to show Right, it. yeah. You'd rather it, just rock out on stage, you yes. know? Yeah, and like, you know, like, I know comedy, like, I, like, I want to I wanna write jokes, I want to practice jokes. Right. Jokes. Like, I got enough on my plate doing that not to, like, worry about, you know. And you want to you want to go up there and say, give a, like, a raunchy joke, you know, <laughs> like a, like a badass joke. Oh, not know? me. Oh, no. uh, you don't? No, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um... Is six four six entertainment is that is that out of Charlotte? Are they pretty Charlotte? Is that a Charlotte kind of based? Yeah, because I know I hear a lot because it's a New York uh, area code, yeah, yeah. so people ask. But it's more so um, the numbers they have meanings. I don't have them memorized, um, but it's it it once was I think originally the organization they were like six people a part of it, and so it was like like one like. One, what is it? One something, one for all. Well, it's it's kind of like on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six for six, six of us here for the other, the other yeah, six. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of uh, how. Yeah, all that. for one and one for all. Six, Thank you. That. Six for one and six for six for six uh, and six for all. I yes, get it, it's kind of yeah, like yeah, how okay, that yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was a zip code. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's kind of like where it originated from. So what you said, uh, Zach, as far as hitting it on the head with the support thing, that's right. really what it's about. You know, oh, so right. it just had uh, six original members, and that's kind of like, okay. that's where it starts from. And it's mostly Charlotte-based yeah. folks? He's trying to, folks, I so think Neil is trying to branch off into yeah. Atlanta as well. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure you'll see us there as well, but mainly here it will be like the headquarters. Ooh. Oh, okay. that's awesome. Like I said, cause, you know, this is a you know, sort of a Charlotte-based yeah. thing, stuff that. It's rather, um, what are some... What are some upcoming projects? Give us a little sneak preview of what you guys have in the hopper. Um, I know we all kind of have the same, like, well, if we get to go outside, I'm going to do this. But right. if we don't, I'm going to do this. But right, yeah. So just touch on a few things you guys have uh, coming on, both individually and as a group, and uh, give us something to look forward to this year. Okay. So something really, really cool is um, a friend of a friend uh, is a music – no, a movie director – and he made his first movie called Noxious, right? So he's in the process of finishing the second one, Noxious 2, Cold Case. And... <laughs> That's a good title. That's good. <laughs> right. So um, he was like, he needed an 80s song. And I was like, bam, I have one. Because like two years ago, I was like fiddling around on GarageBand. And okay, so listen to my rendition, okay? Um, <clears throat> Ooh, nice. It starts off like this. It goes, it, what I sound like is not going to be what I look like. But it starts off, I realize I'm an 80s baby. I realize that I'm full of soul. Cross my mind, it's a roller coaster. Living in some other time, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it has a whole different, like. Well. Right. Good. It has a whole different feel. <laughs> so and then it turns into like this modern disco like dun, 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 dun. so it's really, really cool. So um I had that but it wasn't finished and so I let my friend listen to it. He was like, That's perfect. And so then I finished the song and he's like, This is gonna be in it. So this will be like my first song for a movie. 
That's and I'm really excited. Cool. And that's really that that's so really cool. awesome. That's how a lot of uh, stuff gets big. Stuff gets big. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And a uh, great avenue to be recognized because some people just don't. It's harder to find. A lot of people don't go look like just looking for new music sometimes. Right. And if they do, they don't know. That. But yeah, people watch movies. You yeah. do know. So Dirty Dancing, the one song that they do at the end, um, that's that's how that came about as well. That was an original song wow. for the movie. It was like the movies that we love or whatever on Netflix. But yeah, that's the background to that. Awesome. That is super cool. Zach, uh, <laughs> sneak uh, preview. What's, what's coming up in 2021 for Mr. Snatch the Snail himself? Well, like I said... Uh, they Neil from Six Four Six was gonna put on some concerts that were like live stream concerts mm-hmm. where he uh, lets us have a venue and I think he said there could be some people in the audience. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. But, There's a few. You know, live stream is cool too. But uh, let's see. The other thing is I am just making more songs, right? Um, but I think. We're going to do, like, our first um, studio album where it's, like, a full uh, probably 10 to 15 songs, like, recorded in studio. Like, I got plenty of songs recorded at home, right? And then we got these three singles on Spotify recorded in studio, but it'll finally be, like, a full band in studio full LP album coming out. Um, hopefully, I don't know when it'll come out, but I'd like to record it this year for sure. Because um, like I said, we, we got I got my band, like my drummer and my bassist, we're going to start playing shows like as much as we can. But in the meantime, like whenever we can't, we'll just be playing and like at home and working on this album of tracks and I, and I think most of them are going to be songs that we have done over the years that just haven't gotten the proper quality studio quality right like a greatest hits of sorts and those will um best place to find out news on that would be on snatchesnow.com right for sure yeah we'll be posting anything related to that all over i'm looking forward to it um got about Five ten minutes left here, so what we'll do is uh, I always like to ask the same question to all my guests here on the Sunday Funday podcast. Nice, um, ladies first. We'll start with you, Tiffany, if that's okay. What is your ideal Sunday Funday here in Charlotte? Now I'll put the disclaimer on that I've had to put on for the last year. You can give a pre-COVID Sunday Funday answer, hmm. or a current climate Sunday Funday answer, or a what you hope to see again in the future Sunday Funday answer, but if you could have your ideal Sunday Funday here in Charlotte, North Carolina, how are you spending your Sunday Funday? My Sunday Funday is getting up maybe like, I don't know, 8, 9 o'clock, going to Not Just Coffee and having an avocado toast sandwich and they don't have the porridge anymore but the porridge with like seaweed and eggs and a whole bunch of cool stuff was like amazing but going there sitting there and just sitting there eating and then bringing a (laughs) and then bringing a book um probably leaving there going to freedom park maybe i'll have my dog with me and we'll walk the whole lake going back home and going to sleep naked that's it (laughs) nice 
<laughs> Chris is at a loss. And <laughs> sorry, that was <laughs> avocado porridge freedom nudity dogs. <laughs> totally sounds fantastic. I, I, was, just, hey. I just wanted to put that out there, like that's me. But yeah, no, 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 that was fantastic. I, you're, you're. I think you're gonna, lot of, gonna get a lot of hits on your website after this <laughs> episode comes out. So I hope the servers are up to par. Snatch a snail. All right. Well, for some reason, I don't know why, but the first thought I had was, like, back in, like, middle school, I used to take the light rail over to the movie theater with my friends, and we'd, you know, when you put, like, Mentos in a two-liter of Coke, and it, like, explodes? Oh, yeah. We would just, like, do that in the parking lot, and people would get mad because they're getting (laughs) soda all over their cars, right? And for some reason, I really want to do that. I don't know why. (laughs) I would love to do that right now. Like, we should do that after this. But, uh... (laughs) I'd like to do that, and I, I mentioned the light rail because it's unique to Charlotte, and it's cool. Yeah, thank but, you. Uh, but then I'd, you know, I'd like to see a movie after that, and then like take the light rail like back downtown and like play a show, you know, like play a rock, snatch the snail concert, maybe um, have like Chris Diorio open for us doing comedy or something like that, or you know, you could headline. I don't care, but. Uh, and after that, you know, I'd, I'd probably eat a Sunday on Sunday. Right. And, uh, you know, that'd be a pretty good day to me. I think, you know, I'm actually a pretty decent freestyle rapper to be honest with you. If you, if you guys are looking for a little, are you going to give us a taste right now? I do a little, I do a little thing. It's a little game. Sometimes I'll do it. Um, I'll, I'll, they call it rap or, uh, the hell do you call it? Rap gymnastics. <laughs> where okay. people just put words, word? they throw words and just freestyle the words. So yeah, if you're ever looking for like a, a like a, maybe a little freestyle opener, I can do that for totally. you. That's fun. Cool. Um, cool. Sometime, yeah. What a um, show. What's that? The live show. Oh yeah, for sure. It's good. It's good. It's good crowd interaction. Thing sometimes I do it. Sometimes one of my best my best friend is a DJ, so a lot of times oh. he'll do shows, and um, I'll pop in and you know we'll uh we'll do a little freestyle rapping thing on there. So. But totally. those those both sound fantastic. So ice cream, nudity, dogs, <laughs> avocado, <laughs> porridge, light rail, Mentos inside of soda. Some, some soda. Two liter soda. Do you prefer Pepsi or Coke when you're blowing up Mentos in park, parking lots? I'm I'm a Coke guy all the way. Yeah. If you uh, mention Pepsi again, <laughs> uh, I'll just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So <laughs> those sound, those all sound fantastic. Um. Well, real quick, we'll um. One more time, last thing, so people can fast forward to the end if they want to be reminded. We have snatchthesnail.com. Right, snatchthesnail.com. And tjtaylor.com. That is T-J-A-Y-E-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the websites, the best two places to find my guests. Uh, guys, bo- thank you both for coming today. Uh, really great episode. Had a lot of fun. Learned a lot. Uh, I have a lot to look forward to. A lot of content you guys are putting out um just real cool that you guys have all that stuff going on it's awesome to see and have here in the city uh starting with you again ladies first and then zach if you guys want to go ahead and say anything else before we get going today uh say goodbye to our audience here in charlotte north carolina um i had a really good time on the podcast sunday funday i definitely will be checking you guys out and i can't wait to come back just to chit chat or you know about what's been going on you know let's say you know a couple months from now find me on instagram tjaye taylor and let's uh, just see what I'm doing, see what I'm going through. Or not going through, but just loving and living life. That's all. So, yeah, me and my dog. Perfect. <laughs> what kind of dog? She's a box of door, and this year she's 11. 
Nice. Yeah, nice. and I've had her since she was two months old from the shelter. So it's we have a really tight bond. Boxer door. Mm-hmm. Lab boxer mix. Nice. Yeah. Zach, I just want to say thanks for having us on. Um, Thank you. Hope to see you doing comedy um, sometime. Maybe I'll hop in like an open mic or something, and we can do that. Or I'll come to like one of your gigs because I know, you know, comedy is the cool stuff, but like. Music, <laughs> music is where the magic happens, baby. Hey. You know what I mean. But anyway, uh, no, I uh, seriously though, it was a good time. Um, check out Snatch the Snail. Check out Tiffany J. Check out Chris Diorio comedy. Yeah, hey, music for I man. Music that that's where the that's where the groupies all go to, man. Music, <laughs> right? Music's uh, allegedly. I haven't, I haven't noticed. Well, I know I know they don't go to comedy, so right. <laughs> don't know that much. So, but music, but uh, so yeah, guys, thank you again, everybody else. Uh, signing off before we sign off. Once again, this is the Sunday Fun Day podcast. Thank you. As always, I'm your host, comedian Chris Diorio. Thank you again, Zach and Tiffany, Six Four Six Entertainment, Snatch the Snail, TJTaylor.com. We will catch you next Sunday right here in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Sunday Fun Day capital of the world. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.